Traveler. Welcome, 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 everybody, to part two of Born to Be Wild's uh, set review for Skullamance Academy. Uh, it has been already um, about almost three hours into it, <laughs> and we've covered uh, <laughs> like three classes. So, twenty five percent of the way done. <laughs> uh, so, we are trying to uh, break this up to you in in more like bite sized pieces. Uh, so, without further ado, this uh, we are up on the Mage class that will be presented by Electric Sheep City. So uh, I will let you take it away, my friend. Yeah, so leading in with the mage class, we've got Lab Partner. Lab Partner is a one mana, one three, with spell damage, plus one. Uh, Tempo Mage is not really a thing in Wild, so um, I don't see any of the spell damage stuff uh, enabling that. Uh, One mana, one three is good. No archetype for it. Got to go with the one. What do you think, Mike? Lab partner, we're talking odd mage. Um, I've played three games of odd mage, so I have zero experience. I'll give this card... All right. I'll give it a two. No reason behind it. I'll just give it a two. All right. Uh, I give it a two also, and I'll tell you my reasons. So I think um, the stats are really good for one mana. So one mana, one three is good. I'm really not sure where it goes in, besides Odd Mage. That being said, like uh, the only person I really know, Reno Jackson has done um, a pretty decent take on Odd Mage in the past. I mean, I still think it's a tier three deck. It's really fun when it works. It doesn't usually work. Um I do not think that like, so there's this new archetype of like spell damage mage that I think that they're trying to push in standard. We see some kind of combo stuff with the dual class cards. I don't think that that archetype is really all that strong in, in wild, but maybe, maybe you do some kind of like freeze mage, burn mage type of thing. I, I think the strongest potential for this is odd. Um, and so I give it a two because I think that it will see some fringe play. Uh, that's that's what I got. Danny? All right. I'm going to mirror what Sheep said. Um, I don't know. I don't foresee this slotting into any tempo-style mage deck because that deck is just overshadowed immensely by Cyclone Mage. Um, any, any type of spell damage type stuff, I'd rather just kill your opponent by taking an extra turn. And I mean, we've slotted it into what that former tempo mage slot is using flame wakers and all that stuff in a much better shell. So I'm going to give this one star. Okay. All right. That brings us to Firebrand. Hold on. Yeah. Wait. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't go yet. Oh, Um, my bad. But uh, no, it's all good, Chief. I, well, I have similar thoughts, but I do feel that if Odd Mage does become a thing this can be something um currently this is not playable in my mind uh i don't think that we're gonna play it anytime soon i don't think it goes as completely unplayable so we're gonna go with 
two. I'm going to give this maybe playable because I, I do see a future where, I mean, don't forget, this is a one mana, one three. One mana, one threes are notoriously good. So we're going to we're gonna give it a two because it's probably not going to die right away. It's going to survive to do whatever it wants to do next turn. So two for me. You know what? I had a thought. Um, in odd, here's the th- here's my thought. Uh, odd mage, right? Your hero power. What is it? Is your hero power cost one or is it does two damage? Two damage. Two cost damage. one, deal six. <laughs> We're not. No, no, no. That's that's demon hunter. Um, oh, oh yeah. yeah I don't know. We're not. I don't think in odd ro- or in odd mage that we're really jamming a bunch of spells, right? Exactly. I don't think I'm. I I want to reduce my score down to a one because I, I I think that like okay that the the, um, the stats fit good in a um in an odd mage deck, but like the spell damage, I don't think has synergy with that deck. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna put my put it back down to a one in standard, maybe okay, but I don't think in wild. Hey, arcane missiles do two damage, man. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That brings, <laughs> <laughs> that brings a bit us of a joke. Firebrand. Firebrand is a three mana three four minion. No tribe with spell burst. Deal four damage randomly split split among all enemy minions um firebrand really wants to be flame waker um and firebrand is nowhere near as good as flame waker it has the thing one time and it doesn't like let you go off uh it's a one uh from me um it the, the, there's just way too many other good things that mage is doing and it doesn't want to do this what do you think mike um yeah firebrand Looks, smells very much like Flame Waker, except that it's not Flame Waker. The name is spelled different. The ability is different. Um, yeah. I'll give this card like a one because none of the damage goes face. Everything I'm saying to wild players is obvious, but to maybe to players who might be new, somewhere in between. Just pay attention. None of this damage goes to his face, so <laughs> yeah. I'll give it a I'll give it a one. Yeah, I uh, unfortunately I agree. Like I want to like the card. It is trying so hard to be Flame Waker, but it can't go face. That's what, I like the stats. You know, three mana, three four, good stats. I don't really know what deck to put it in. Um, it uh, Flame Waker is just way better, and so um, I don't see myself playing this, even though I want to. Uh, so I'm stuck giving it a one. Yep, I'm going to mirror that. But I mean, the thing you want to think about with that is that Flame Waker also gets at least three to four procs off with it. I mean, even if this did go face, right, I think that it only doing four damage is the real capping factor. Yeah. Because normally with Flame Waker, you save up for a Sorcerer's Apprentice turn, you hit him with four or five spells, you deal 10 to 12 damage. And... Uh, that's really where Flame Worker's ability shines. I mean, if you cleared the board, like, you're stalling out until you get to your Arcane Giant turn. Like, the additional face damage is fantastic, but I think that even if this went face, it wouldn't be as good. I mean, it would be a better card, but it's still, I mean, it's still a one in my book. Yeah, I agree. I think that's uh, it's a good call on the sticking point that, like, yeah. this, because it has Spell Burst, it only, uh, you can only proc it once, so. Alright, Hydra? Okay. Well, 
for me, I I want to like it. Um, obviously, there is the parallel to the Flame Waker. I am drawing a different parallel to Goblin Blast Mage, mm. yeah. which is Battle Cry. If you have a mech, deal four damage randomly split. Um, which is exactly what this says. Deal for damage randomly split among all enemy minions. And it makes me want to like it because I love Goblin Blast Mage, but I don't think it's good. Um, it seems like an amalgamation of, of both. Uh, Blast Mage was four mana conditional. This is three mana conditional. Also, still. But not you also good. have to think that the spell afterwards costs mana, typically. Yeah, it does. So, like, it's it's not. This isn't a three mana card, right? Yeah. Like, it's at least a four to five mana card. So, and Blast Mage had a way better uh, stat line. Uh, it has it's five four, right? So, yeah. oh crap! I guess this is bad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, here's here's what here's what it was. Goblin Blast Mage was good when there was a hundred cards in the game. This would yeah, be a yeah. good card in standard where there's a hundred cards in the game. Yeah, so this is it. Yeah, I, I was trying to make it look good. No, we're going with a one. That brings us to Cram Session. Cram Session is a two mana spell that reads draw one card, improved by spell damage. Um, the the obligatory, this is going to be cool and playable in standard, but not in wild. Spell damage mage won't be a thing in wild. Um, cheaper AI is good, but the condition of needing spell damage is bad. You'll love getting this on evocation if you're like a quest mage, but this is a one from me. Um, you're never going to run this in, in your deck in a wild deck. What do you think, Mike? All right, so I'm currently scrolling through a lot of spell damage cards in Wild. Um, trying to see a way for me to build this. If I took this card itself, obviously I'm not going to build around it. We're drawing cards here. And then, obviously drawing cards are good. But in order to draw more cards, we need to get spell damage boosted. So that makes me stray away from two strategies that I play in Wild which is completing a quest and winning a lot, or playing Secret Mage and deploying a lot of secrets and fireballs to face a lot. I don't see why I would stop playing those two strategies to try to figure out spell damage stuff. Now, if I get a quest for some gold, kind of like I said earlier with the Demon Hunter, I'm down. But I don't see this as like top-tier competitive. So if I'm wrong... I will take this one right here on the podcast, live, whatever week it happens, and be like, I was wrong, but I give this card a one. Yeah. Uh, me too. I think, um, you know, quick and easy, there are better draw cards in Wild. So I've, I've played a lot of Quest Mage. We like to draw cards. Uh, we don't like to draw cards from this. If I'm going to pay two mana, then I want to draw more than one, and I'm not going to be putting spell damage cards in my deck on purpose. Like like y'all have been saying, like when I get this off of Evocation, sweet, dude. That's great. If I get this randomly generated off of Glyph or something like that, great. Um, but I don't see myself uh, putting this card in my deck intentionally. And like Memnark is saying, it's a build around, right, for this spell damage archetype. So this is a standard new archetype type card uh, that is just not good enough yeah. in wild. There's better stuff. Pass. Yep. Mm -hmm. Danny, what do you think? 
Yeah, I'm going to mirror all that. Uh, there's not really much more to add. One star. Okay, uh, yeah, me too. Um, the only spell damage card we're ever really running is Blood Mage Thalanos. Right? Um, not enough to make this work. One, one star. Pass. Done. All right. That brings us to Wormweaver. Wormweaver is a 5-mana 3-6 minion, no tribe, with Spellburst. Summon two 1-3 mana worms. And these are, you know, the mana worms that we're used to seeing um, the that get the, the attack whenever you, you know, play spells. So that's kind of neat. Um, but okay. 5 mana for a 3-6, meh. Spellburst, then summon the 1-3s that then I would... Like, this is... It's trying to make tempo mage, tempo ma like it didn't get enough strong uh, cards or you know synergies to to make it work. There are way better things. Um, this is really expensive. Uh, it is a one star card from me. What do you think, Mike? All right. So based on quest mage, secret mage, I don't see myself putting this in either. Based on the ability, I I must give it a two. I cannot say that a third mage deck will come out in top secret or quest, but I can't ignore how cool the effect is because let's say this minion does live. Now, next turn I play a spell, there's two more worms. And if I'm playing against a class that doesn't have a crazy board clear, like Druid, unless they got seeds, we're in wild, so let me think of that. I'm thinking of a scenario where this card can live and I can get two spell bursts off it. That seems pretty cool. But that's in some kind of third, fourth deck outside of Quest Mage, Secret Mage. The problem so, is you can't get two spell bursts though. It's only a one time effect. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so so that's what I was saying. Once per turn. Like if I get this first one off and then this card lives in the next turn, that seems cool. Unless you're saying spell burst only works one once per game. Am I, am I not understanding Spellburst? It only works once per game. Yeah. Once per game. Oh, then this card's a one. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought... I'm sorry. The Spellburst really works No, once, no, yeah. no, don't be sorry. You're fully right now that you, like, get it. Like it. Yeah, Yeah. no, no, and that stuff is... I, I recall when, like... I mean, you remember when Rush first came out, when Echo first came out, you know? Yeah. It, we can speculate, like we understand the concept, but until you've actually played with it, it's a little bit difficult to get a really like good feel for it. We're 100%. kind of in the same place, so uh, I will echo you guys. I scored this one um, a one. My, I think that this is an interesting card, but I don't okay. see what deck it goes in. It is probably decent in in standard. Um, I think that you know, like somebody mentioned, hey, you know, if you discover this off of a random, you know. Like, yeah, okay, okay, whatever. Uh, but, like, I don't, I, and, like, the art's cool, but I don't, like, I don't see myself intentionally putting this in my deck. Um, I don't know what it would go in. So, I think it's kind of filler, personally, which makes me a little sad, but uh, I give it a one. Danny? Hey, quick shout out to all the listeners. I want to apologize because this entire time, my understanding <laughs> was that uh, Belbris would reset after every turn oh god that'd be so, awesome so knowing that 
minus one score from all my spellburst scores <laughs> prior to this and going forward oh watch out <laughs> i don't uh... oh all good mike uh, yeah. So, uh, to be fair, though, don't feel too bad, Mike, because I screwed up how Invoked worked during our last set review. I, I did the same exact thing. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I screwed oh. up how in- I thought that Invoke worked completely differently than it actually did. Halfway through the review, I went, "Oh crap! Is that how it actually works?" But that oh. was during the the Born to Be Wild review. So you're not the first person to have screwed something up. Is it because we live in the same state? <laughs> it's something in the water it's something in the water <laughs> 30 minutes away that's what happened bro yeah <laughs> that's funny all right yeah. uh but uh for for this card i think that this is uh just a little bit too slow i mean uh, i've never seen a five mana tempo mage card that doesn't do something that is immediately impactful so i don't know no i'm gonna pass one star uh, yeah, for me, uh, Mana Worm was played on turn one. I don't need them on turn five or six. Seems way too late to be trying to make uh, Mana Worms get big at this point. Your opponent has board clears and stuff to deal with it. Um, no good. One star. Mana Worm was awesome before it got nerfed. And, oh, uh, there dude, we go. Nate, 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 hear me out here for half a second. <clears throat> When I made um, my EU and Asia accounts, mm-hmm. I did full on uh, like Tempo Mage on both. Oh. And then they nerfed Mana Worm. And we all cried. Single, single tear down my and face. Like, I'm like, no! Are <laughs> all we? The- oh, yeah. I, don't I never realized how much I love that card until they nerfed it. I didn't realize. Yeah. I yeah, was like, right. oh my god. Pour one out for our fallen brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. All right. All right. All right. Let's that see what's up next. Next to Combustion. Combustion is a three mana mage spell that reads deal four damage to a minion. Any excess damages both neighbors. Um, you might end up running this as a spell in an odd mage, um, but even at that, it's a might. Uh, you you will never like hate seeing this off of you know random effects, uh, but you're not ever gonna be you know hard running this. I, I don't think in pretty much any deck. Like maybe Reno Mage, maybe because it's cheat deals four damage. Could could I think I'm talking myself up to a two, but yeah, th- th- this is this is a two because you might might end up running this in like Reno Mage. Uh, Re- Reno quest mage, that kind of thing, but um, because it's cheap, it's removal, and it could it could get rid of a, a few things on a demon hunter's board. Um, but God, that's a generous two. Like I don't feel good about that too. It's, it's, it's a one and a half. Um, that's just finding an edge case for it. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? Um, I feel bad for combustion because not only do I dislike this card, <laughs> my my review for this card comes immediately after finding out how spell burst actually works so this card of course isn't spell burst i'm just really sour right now (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) like i'm sorry i'm sorry combustion spell burst really only works one time during the entire game it's a one one and done 
for that specific card, it, it doesn't. So you you play another spell burst card, you can spell burst off that. But each card only gets one allocation to it. So here oh, is it is like battle cry, but it doesn't actually resolve until you cast a spell. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay. If you've watched any of the reveal streams, which I, I kind of try to avoid most of them, I really so haven't. Sorry. What's interesting is you know on some of these cards that'll get like a little lightning bolt at the bottom, for, you know, or a little symbol at the bottom. So the spell burst cards get this little like twinkly symbol at the bottom to to kind of indicate that the spell burst ability has not triggered yet and then once you play the spell that ability triggers and that little that little icon like goes away um, okay. so so you can use it same turn you can use it next turn you, you know you can there's no limit on when you can use it so that i think is interesting but at the same time like it really requires um you know they're very situational and i think while like the power level is so high that mm -hmm. um it, like dropping a, a spell burst card on the board without triggering it is very risky uh like it better be really good so anyways yeah I, all right I, so i'm um, like sorry the general idea of being able to drop it and then like basically turning something that's not a high priority target into a high priority target. Like I think there's, there's some really cool, like high level play there, but okay. even at that, it's yeah. Sorry. To answer ahead, this question for combustion, um, I'll, jokes aside, I'll give it a one. Any card that says a minion, I, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I got to go face. I'm out. Yeah. Okay. I, now I, I mean, I'm curious to see what Danny says on this one. I think for me, um, I, I'm going to give it a three, which is a little bit different than you guys. Uh, here's my thought. Um, I think four damage for three is nice. I like the AOE potential. Um, it's definitely better in standard for a spell damage mage, uh, as like a AOE effect. Um, but I could see myself putting this in like arena mage, um, because it's cheap removal. Um, yeah. It's not like, I don't know. I, I really do like what they did with the last set when you get, what is it, Rolling Fireball, I think, where they're starting to kind of explore like the trample effect. Um, uh, it's not a great analogy, but the kind of spillover, if you will. Um, trample. I enjoy, right? And so depending on how you line this up... Um, what I what I'm curious about, and I don't know how this works, is like okay, say I'm fighting a demon hunter, right? And they've got all these two health minions, and I aim this at one of their two health minions. It's gonna kill it. What the two damage? Do I hit two on either side, or is it yes. one on either side? It's so it's two it, on either side. Yeah, see, I kind of like that. I, I'm gonna. I kind of like. Wait, that. whoa. So I'm gonna give it a three. I think that. Oh. Okay. Wait. It does. So it'll deal two. Wait. Six? No. Well, no. Six total damage. Yeah. So it'll right. deal. So if you have a two-two in, let's say the your opponent plays a doppelganger, a doppelganger rather, um, and then so there's the three next to it. If you target the middle one, it'll kill the middle one, and then it will do two damage to the ones on either side. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but okay. if you have like a wolf pack and you have a three three and then like three threes on the other side, you deal three damage to the middle one and, then and one, one on will go to the outsides. Exactly. Yeah. Or if you have a one one in the middle, it'll deal three to the ones on the outside. Yeah, I see. I think this is this is pretty flexible. 
Um, oh. I I don't think it's busted or anything, but I I definitely see myself playing it. I'm going to give it a three. Um, I want to experiment with it at least before ruling it out. Mm-hmm. So I do think okay. that this card in relation... So my, my initial comparison for this card is Shadowbolt in Warlock, right? And I immediately dismissed the card out of, out of hand because of that, because Shadowbolt's just a terrible card. And my, my thought then was comparing it to uh what what is it um what's the i can't think of the spell that deals three damage for two in me frostbolt uh, so uh frostbolt deals is, is like not run for removal in mage but the the sweet spot i think you hit the sweet spot there nate where like two health minions are where this it really shines because it deals two to that and then two to the other sides my only concern is that um we there already is a spell in mage that does this volcanic potion and so i think volcanic potion is just a strictly better card in that sense where how often are you running volcanic potion anyway and i don't think that it's being run at all in reno mage no i haven't seen that in a while yeah so i'm giving this a one because you get more than just the three minions on board that you're targeting there it is a little bit more versatile because you can kill a totem golem with it where volcanic potion won't kill that but uh, i i don't see it much as an upgrade i think that you really in these early game spots pinpointing removal is not as strong as getting your own minion on board I think that you want to be back and forth minion damage for the first two or three turns, and then like that five mana slot, you want to use a big board wipe, or, like you get like a rolling fireball or something. In like in priest, you use all your big removal spells are at five and above. I think that these early game spots, you want to be playing minions more than spells nowadays. So I'm going to give this card a one. Okay. Okay. Uh, for me, I'm going to compare this card to flame cannon. Uh, which is mm. a two mana deal four to a random enemy minion, right? So this is deal four to whatever you want for one more mana instead of random. And it also has a rolling fireball effect, right? So I think it's a better flame cannon, and I think it could go in a Reno deck, and I I'm going to give this one a three because of the fact it's targeted and it is versatile, right? Because you can either just kill one big thing, like you said, uh, Total Golem, or you can spread it out, you can hit multiple targets, and it is targeted. So I think it's a better flame cannon. So I'm going to go three. Yeah. It's interesting, and I, I so she posted the the scoring guidelines again, and I think it's easy to get off track sometimes. Um, I, th- I think three is what do we say? Three is good enough to see play. Four is we'll definitely see, we'll see play. Five is like it's busted, um, and so yeah, okay, okay. I mean, I tend to agree with you, Hydralisk, um, but yeah, it's uh, uh, it has to be the right deck, right? Um, and so I think, I guess, keeping in mind that a, a two score is not necessarily bad. It, it, it's, right. it means that it's fringe, like, okay, you'll play it maybe in something that isn't tier one. Um, so uh, it's actually, there's kind of a big drop between like one and two. Um, but 
anyways all right all right i apologize for getting us off track uh no worries yeah i, I think that's a, a pretty good distinction to make um and exactly why i gave that one a two <laughs> uh that brings us finally in the mage class to mozaki master duelist mozaki is a five mana three eight after you cast a spell gain spell damage plus one um this is definitely a card that like spell damage mage and um standard is gonna run i can't think of any decks that i'm gonna run in wild that hard mage, run mage. this Judicious. card like I, I i hate to say unplayable but like what, what's gonna play it uh i think mizaki is a one for me what do you think mike yeah i was trying to get some fun stuff um as far as wild i'll be real i'll give it a one star we're a wild podcast doing a wild review based on the wild meta i i can't give it anything higher than a one i'd love to but it's a one for me i think for me i i think that it has an interesting stat line a five mana three eight is is kind of i, I don't know like it's hard to kill um I'm not sure that it has a place in wild. Um, my initial thoughts were that you could put it in odd mage, but like number one, nobody plays it. Number two, odd mage doesn't really like in odd mage. You're using your hero power quite a bit, but you're not running a ton of spells. Um, I could see it in some kind of burn deck. Like if we really like, if we want to bring back freeze mage, um, that it could get nutty. Right. And I, yeah, like, because you could, uh, or say, you know, if I can jam this out with, um, you know, Sorcerer's Apprentice and a Flame Waker, uh, I can I can generate, you know, some some crazy spell damage. But like, it doesn't seem that good. Um, God, I I remember getting so mad the first time that uh, someone destroyed me um, as a as a freeze mage. Like you popped ice block twice. <laughs> And uh, they've got one health left, and then they just, you know, frostbolt, frostbolt, fireball, uh, you know, everything in um, Iceland. Iceland, yeah. So I, I, I want someone to to try it, but like, um, you know, I don't know. I give it a two because I think it, it could be potentially fringe, and I think that the size of the body makes it difficult to remove. Um, unless you're a priest, but, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I give it a two. I'm going to give it a one. I don't think it's going to see any play whatsoever. It's yeah. a standard card. Well, and I think actually, you know what? Memnarch posted in the chat. And I think that this is, um, uh, really important to note that the card says after you cast a spell, gain spell damage plus one. And so you don't gain any spell damage until you've cast at least one. So your second spell gets spell damage plus one. And so to make this thing actually work, mm -hmm. like it, it could get out of hand, but like it, it's going to be really hard to actually trigger. Well, hold on. What's the order? So wait, say, wait, wait. I, say I played this and then we play Arcane Missiles. I casted it, right? So I cast it. If it read it, now, it has plus. Now it has plus one. So I've it, casted it. Do right. they not do two damage each? I don't no. know. I don't oh, know. No. They would never do two no. damage each. You would get four of them yeah. if, if you got a spell damage plus one. But oh, you're don't. right. You would Sorry. only get you would only get three of them. 
Right. On the so front, yeah. because it reads after instead of whenever. If it read whenever, then you would get four. But so a fireball is after, not going to do, not going to do seven. It'll do six. Mm. No, it'll do no. Correct. Yeah. I retract my score and give this a one. <laughs> yeah. That's why not not but, to cut anyone off, but that's why I gave it a one because I played many many years of Yu-Gi-Oh, and sequencing was the big thing. So reading cards in Hearthstone is a big thing as dumb as that sounds but like you guys pointed out it's after you count after you cast the first spell that's why i was just like if i could play missiles or whatever and it activates immediately sure but it's after the fact so i gave it a one okay no here's where i asked the question though because for um the three mana two three rush after you attack it silences a minion right it silences first, and then you hit it, right? So this yes. is after you cast a spell, yep. gain spell damage plus one. So if it works the same way, the second you cast a spell, so, this would apply, and then you would get the spell damage before it hits, like that other card. It doesn't. That, the other card doesn't say whenever, right? That, that True. other card, Mage True, Hunter, but, Mage Hunter but, does read whenever. Does it say whenever? Yeah. It does yeah. read whenever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you got me, sheep. You got me, sheep. Yeah. I was going to say, as someone who came from Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm very much reading like how, how the wording goes. So thank you, sheep, for pointing that out because it says whenever. Yep. Okay. Garbage. <laughs> One, I'm done. I was looking forward to some weird burn mage, ice lance, frost bolt hit your face. Yeah, I was, okay. I was too. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, you know, you see these and and like you want it to work really bad, and it doesn't. And like it just makes me sad. And like you know, one of us is gonna get that in gold, and, and we're gonna cry a little bit. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Day somebody one. already did. No. Somebody already did on Twitter. I'll look it up, but someone did. Uh right. Yeah. Don't so, open your packs till the day of. I'm waiting till next Thursday. Yep, you're not I, jinxing me. Same. I'm waiting till Thursday, bro. Same. All right, Mike, so you're Mike, you're up. Let's do some paladin, paladin. And I'm gonna and do you are paladin Mike. guy. Mike, take the reins Ooh. for paladin. All right, let's go. All oh, right. You like this card. I remember you like this card. Yeah, I like the idea of it. Um so our first card up is a uh, zero mana paladin spell. It's called First Day of School. You all remember your first day of school. Might be a little bit nervous. You're not upperclassmen. So uh, this card reads, add two random one-cost minions to your hand. Um, so currently, we have our boy E-Sheep here. Uh, he's got the Omega Mega Mech Paladin deck. I don't see this going in there. Um, we got Odd Paladin. Uh, this costs zero, so that's not going in there. Other than that, I play Shrivala. You know, it's kind of on the outside. There's OTK Libram Pally. So I just need four decks that I don't see this card going in. I like the idea of the card. So based on that little bias, I like Paladin. I'll give it a two. It really should get a one, but I'll give it a two unless someone else can convince me. And I feel bad going before Danny because every time he says something, dang it, I'm just like, this guy's smart. So let me give it a two for now. Unless someone says something more profound than me. 
I'll I'll make it. I'll make mine quick. I got I, nothing on this one. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, I give it a one. I think that it's too random. So keep in mind, this says two random one cost minions. It does not say paladin minions. It could be neutral. It could be any class. And especially in wild, our card pool now at this point, six years in, is gigantic. Um, so you're gonna get a gibber and uh, you know something else. <laughs> like it's gonna be hot trash. And I just I don't. You know, and even in like you're playing Shrivala or something, or you want to play something that um, like actually costs mana so that it can reduce your cards later. Like, eh, I just don't see it. This is this feels like garbage to me. So, you think, Danny? Mm-hmm. Danny, you said you got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. This, I mean, the issue with this, right, is the only reason you would play this is to guarantee that you have a one drop on a specific turn. But uh, I think that Mike covered it pretty succinctly by saying that it, there's no deck that really runs that. There's no like aggressive style deck that isn't mech related for paladin right now if there was an even paladin maybe you'd consider this to guarantee that you get a one drop on one um but i mean you you even have your hero power in that instance so i don't see anything with it well yeah and you think keep in mind like you play this on turn one okay but like if i'm mid game and i top deck this like i'm pretty unhappy right yeah (laughs) yeah i only like this card if you have it in your hand at the beginning it guarantees you a one cost card that you can play in even paladin but even paladin isn't a deck right now uh rest in peace call to arms i miss you but uh this is a uh, we're gonna go one it's it's uh, it, until even paladin's back this is a one card ca- this is one star card for me sorry Man, I I really want to like first day of school because I I loved even paladin back in the day, but I don't even know if I would run first day of school in even paladin because an even paladin is gonna <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna hero power turn one anyway. Like I, I already have my turn one play. Like the, the, this adds two one cost minions to your hand. I'm giving this a one cost score. That's a one for me. Nice. All right. Judicious. Judicious. Oop, I apologize. I'm sorry. It's all good. All right. Uh, Were you on that? uh, Were you? Were you just on that Born to Be Wild website? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what? Is that what was going on there, Mike Lowe? Mike Lowe TV. Mike Lowe TV. Were you just on BornToBeWild.com? No. If I was on that website without the HS, you would have. You would have heard other jungle sounds. But back to our <laughs> review here. So our second card is um let me pronounce this correctly. Judacious Judicious Junior? Judicious Junior. Yeah. Judicious, excuse me. So we have um excuse me, Judicious Junior. Six mana, four attack, nine life, life steal minion. This one <sighs> I, I, I like the life steal doesn't fit in the mech paladin because it's not i'm sorry i should do what sheep does um no tribe has no tribe um doesn't fit in mech doesn't fit in odd paladin me being goofy i'll try this in shrivala and i have yet to even scratch the surface of this otk libram pally from is it blister guy nate was that who it's from 
Uh, no, he played it, but it was. I think we got it from the Chinese server. There's we oh, have yeah. a. There's some lists in our Discord. Um, I oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. recently. I I mean the deck is relatively strong. Um, I don't know. It's a control paladin deck. It's like a Libram OTK with uh, Auction Master Beardo and the um, yeah. Uther oh. Death Knight. Mm-hmm. So based on the four decks I've named, three of them I play a lot. I don't see this card going in any, but I'll be a little bit biased, maybe because you know Paladin class, maybe because of the artwork. Um, despite conversations on Twitter, I'll give it a two. I, I would like to see in the future at some point there could be a different type of Paladin, but for now, I'll give it a two. I'm just being biased. Yo, Mike, before your turn's over, did you yeah. see the whole Shia uh, comment on this about how he thinks yeah. this is the first uh, uh, black character that has ever been in Hearthstone? I did see that. Um, and then I saw Frobro jump in, yeah. and he was like, what, what did he say? He's like, Keck or Five Head, he was like, hello, did you forget about Lone Champion? So yeah. shout out to shout out to Fro Bro. Oh, Fro Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I'm, I'm totally looking up Lone Champion it's right all now. Good. That's the, but, it's um, the original Bob. I, I, did, I did see the tweet. Shout out to Shia. Oh, no, um, that's true. This is the what everybody says looks like. Uh, yeah, that's Bob. admirable. Or, no, oh, this admirable. is uh this is do you know the lore of this card though? Do you remember um during Mean Streets during Mean Streets of Gadgetzan when they mm-hmm. did the um the panel at, at BlizzCon, they had the art director at that time, I don't know if it was the art director, but one of the lead artists on Hearthstone doing one of the mm-hmm. panels. And I believe that this card was designed to like mimic like it looked like him. Um and Whoa. uh yeah I'll, I'll dig it up i'll dig it up later um and I'll, okay. I'll i'll share it with you guys it's pretty cool though and then people there was some um yeah i don't know people there's so the little conspiracy right people think that um you know who was bob before bob became the 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 barkeeper right was it lone champion or was it the um god the night one whatever it is uh called yeah the silver hand night guy yeah silver yeah, yeah. That's so, the one that people say it looks like Admiral. Silverhand silver Knight. <laughs> I will share it with you later. I will share it with you later. But, okay, here's my thought on this card. Mm-hmm. There's no existing archetype that I think this goes in, but I give it a three. I think six mana, four nine lifesteal seems like an amazing stat line. I think that maybe this goes in a new archetype. I don't know, but I think that the stat line is just really good. Now I have for years have been like secretly wanting to make this work. Um, I don't know if you guys recall the card um, Black Guard. It's a paladin card. Yes. Six mana, three nine. Whenever you gain health, deal that much damage to a random enemy minion. Yes. And then there's mm-hmm. some other cards that like you know when you when you you know gain life, do this or whatever. Like the archetype was never good enough. Um, I've had, you know, tried with a couple friends to like make this a thing and it just hasn't been good enough. But like, this is one more tick in that direction. Like Goliath is calling mm-hmm. it like a heal paladin deck. Um, I don't know that it's good enough, but like, damned if I'm not going to try to make it good. So I give it a three. I just think that this is really difficult to deal with the four attack. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Reese can't touch it. Yeah, everybody else. Th- I think everyone think I'm crazy, but I want to try it, so I give it a three. Danny, what do you think? 
So I, I'm going to give this card a two. I think I know where Blizzard's coming with, with like the developers for this card. This is designed to be a dual card where you play dual, like your minion comes out, their minion comes out, they smash into each other. This one survives, you heal four. I think mm. that, and then there's another dual class card. I think it's called Commencement, where it's pull a minion from your deck, give it Divine Shield, and Taunt. So I think that's where this card is. This is designed to be the big butt card that survives a little bit, and then it has some effect put on it. Either it gets taken out of your deck, or like as soon as you get the lifesteal, it's a strong effect. But the issue I have is that on six mana playing this card, it's too easy to be removed. This is right into your opponent's Psychic Scream turn. This is right into a lot of like siphon soul type effects there's a new priest warlock card that destroys a minion this is something that if you play this and you don't get a benefit from it you're really sad and it doesn't have taunt either so against aggro your opponent's just gonna dodge this Thank so you. yep yeah that's the, that's one of my concerns about the card but i'm just gonna be giving this uh, i want to give this a higher score but i think i'm gonna have to give this a one a one wow okay 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 Wow. Mm -hmm. Hydra, what do you think? Well, I don't know if I'm going to give it a one, but I I really had a lot of fun in the past playing like a control paladin, and um, as we've talked about before, I have some weird golden cards. Um, I've got <laughs> uh, I've got the good happy rag in gold, and I love when that guy heals my face. Um, and, and this... <laughs> Definitely heals my face, uh, but it ain't got taunt, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. If this card had taunt, I would even sacrifice like a health on here or four eight for uh, taunt on this. I sure. don't think it uh, completely makes the cut. It possibly could. I don't think it's out of the realm of a like controlled paladin. So I do think it could be playable. Control Pally isn't really something you ever really run into on ladder right now. Um, but I don't want to throw this one away with the bathwater. So it's going to go for... It's going to be a two for me. I still think it's a good card. It's almost a three, to be honest. But hey, Nate, remember the, the black guard thing you were talking about? Yeah. Do you remember the interaction with True Silver Champion? Hmm vaguely oh my goodness <laughs> yeah 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 so there was like a thing where for your opponent uh if it had like a two health minion and you have true silver champion and you like attacked with your black guard um the attack on the uh how did it work the effect would kill it first and you don't lose the charge of your weapon so it would like kill the minion and you still would keep your weapon charge so mm -hmm. you had like infinite weapon charges is basically like an amazing thing. Hmm. I want so to. I want to go in the same deck. Yeah. Let's build that. Memnark, <laughs> Memnark says uh, even even Paladin has lots of support this set. So maybe maybe yeah. I don't know. Sheep, what do you think about this? Judicious, blah blah blah. Judicious Junior is so close to a three star card for me. If it was a four eight with taunt, honestly, it was a four mana two six crazy amazing um even paladin is near and dear to my heart but I, I think judicious jr is just too slow to play in that um and it doesn't have taunt like if it had taunt it'd be different 
Um, th th this is definitely met for standard with commencement with other kind of dual or uh, recruit type effects. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just too expensive uh, for me to even want to run in, in an even paladin. I, I want so hard to give this a three, but it's a one for me. I Do think you're right. Like we, we all end up playing aggro decks, right? You, your opponent drops this on six and you are smiling because then you are hitting them in the face. and You don't care about this, right. right? I mean, I don't know. It's unfortunate because like it's so close. but So close. All right. Well, let's... Uh, okay. You gave it a two. Is that right? A one. A one. Gotcha. All right. Next up. All right. So if we're going from a low scoring card... This one would have got scored higher, but during this revealed podcast, I learned about Spellburst. So our next card is Goody Two Shields, three mana, uh, no tribe, paladin minion, four attack, two health. It's got the ability Divine Shield and also Spellburst. When you Spellburst it, it can gain Divine Shield. So I like the idea of playing it on three, trading it, Playing a spell on four, get Divine Shield back. Prior to the show, I really thought I could keep trading and then playing a spell, getting a shield back, and then trade again. But being on this show, born to be wild, hs.com, I learned that Spellburst only works once per game. So I'm going to give this card. Seeing the deck that's going to go in, I'm guessing Odd Paladin, I'll give it a. It's tough to say this. I'll give it a th three. Yeah. As you can hear, it's really tough to say that, but I believe at least a three, if not the highest. Spellburst happens once, so yeah, three. This is a really interesting card to me. I think um, the more I looked at it, the more I liked it. It's So I think three mana, four, two, Divine Shield seems good. It You can trade, like Mike said, you can trade it. It's pretty easy to give it Divine Shield again. Um I think what I the, the the thing that I struggle with is where do I put it, right? It's a three cost. Like if we look at the existing archetypes of Paladin, right? I've got Odd Paladin, which is strong and very synergized, right? I've got um, this Librem Paladin kind of OTK funky build. I've got maybe on the fringes and an uh, even Paladin, I guess. Um, and some funky Reno decks and stuff, but like, is this like, if I'm playing odd, what do I pull out of my deck to put this in? I can't think of anything because it doesn't exactly. synergize with the silver hand recruits. That being said, like, I mean, I like what it does. It feels strong to me, but it doesn't feel like it goes in that deck very well. I'm going to give it a two and I, I, I wanted to give it a three. Um, but I don't, I just struggle with where I'm going to actually play it. I think that it's, I mean, it feels strong to me. Like when, you know, somebody plays this, it's a pain uh, to try to deal with. But like, I don't know. In Odd Paladin, right, what, what spells am I running? I think we're running the secret that gives everything um, extra health when your opponent plays a spell. Uh, I think. Summon two silver hand recruits. Yeah, Lost in the Jungle, right? Yeah. Um. And I think we play uh, the the card that everybody hates, where you draw a million cards. Well, I, divine, no, what is it called? Divine favor. Divine favor, right? 
Um, I love it. Yeah. You know, so uh, maybe, maybe like jam this in a, I don't know. I don't know what it could be, Secret Paladin or something. I'm not sure. I I really like it. I'm on the border of a two and a three, but I'm going to go with a two and feel bad about it. Danny, what do you think? I think the only spot you'd really want to slot this in is Secret Paladin, like you had said there, just because you can get that Divine Shield immediately after. You're, because what you're, what's going to end up happening is your opponent. You have to hit your opponent where they can only deal with the divine shield. Like they can't deal two extra damage afterwards, and that's the tough part with this card. I think there's a similar card that is reborn. That I mean, it has life steal. I remember it's a four two. It has life steal and reborn. So I mean, mm-hmm. my, in my con- comparison between the two of them, this one gets an extra divine shield because uh, divine shield is kind of like reborn, but at the end of the thing, like it, it, it's like a divine shield after the minions died. Um, that's a good way to compare the two of them. So I mean, this does not have life sh- life steal, but it, it gets the extra copy of divine shield. Um, but I don't know. I, I think that it has to be Secret Paladin because you need to be playing this on three. It's not good later on because your opponents could be able to clear it. You don't get the value out of that second Divine Shield. And then you have to be able to trade into another minion on that next turn immediately. So I think the only deck that's really trying to do that is Secret Paladin because I think that an Odd Paladin, you're more or less trying to build a wide board as opposed to a tall board with a 4-2. Um, and I think your your three mana slot in that deck is way contested with Muster for Battle, um, whatever the 3-3 three, three that gives Divine Shield to. There are a lot of good 3-drop cards in that deck, so I wouldn't really want to play that here. So I'm going to give this card a 2. Okay. So I think that this card is quite strong. I'm I don't think it's amazing in any current deck that we do have. But what I do want to point out is the fact that it is it's a three mana card with divine shield and it's a four two. Mm-hmm. So they need to have an answer to this, right? So you drop this on turn three. They need to have at least two minions that can proc or kill the divine shield and kill the minion, right? So they may need to hit it with their face. They may need to trade two minions into it. It is something that needs to be killed, right? Because if they do not kill it, like they could try to soften it up and get rid of the divine shield. But if they don't kill it, we're going to get that Divine Shield back, right? So it is a target that needs to be hit. Compare it to a Shielded Minibot at a 2-mana 2-2 Divine Shield. This is a 3-mana 4-2 Divine Shield that can gain Divine Shield again. Again, yeah. So I think this has potential to hit 4 to the face over and over, right? Um, At least for one extra turn. But um, So it has Divine Shield the first time, then it's alive again, and then it gets Divine Shield another time, and then it's alive again. That's like four lives on this card. The right? question is, right, when your opponent plays this, do you get upset about it, right? <laughs> like, so in my in my brain, you have to kill it right away. Um, so for me, even though I don't know exactly what archetype it's going to go in, it's 
it's a three for sure because it's it's a good card for me it's a good card yeah cheap what do you think i think in a vacuum goody two shields is an amazing card but we play wild and wild (laughs) is not a vacuum whatsoever there's a ton of context going in, in into wild right Nate, listening to, to to you is kind of how my my thought process went, right? Like, where am I going to play this? Odd paladin, maybe, but I I kind of basically it doesn't have synergy with the rest of my odd paladin deck. Yeah. Um. Danny makes a good point with secret paladin, but at the same time, I I, I don't think that that's going to end up getting run and like competitive whatsoever. I think right. at the end of the day, I got to give it a one because in a vacuum, super strong, but we don't play in a vacuum and however strong it is, it doesn't have synergy with what the rest of the deck that it belongs in would be trying to do. Um, also, Mage Hunter that, that we were talking about earlier kills, kills us immediately. Yeah. Don't have to worry about yeah. it. It's just done. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. One star for me. I I love the the like the artwork going along with the name of the card like yeah. and just I think this entire set we re- really didn't touch on it but like the um the, like just the theme of it all is so fun um I I really enjoy that uh aspect of it but anyways thematically um, this set is on point yeah all right all right I I like I I want to talk about this next one but it's not my turn sorry Mike what do you think <laughs> all right so speaking of going with the theme you know this card right here has the artwork where it shows somebody in authority casting a blessing on someone who isn't in authority that's right five mana paladin spell blessing of authority give a minion plus eight attack and plus eight health the catch is it can't attack heroes this turn so for me when i see this spell and the whole set, the two. So, what came to my mind first was put this spell on any minion you have. Hopefully, it's some kind of divine shield, some kind of taunt where it can do a trade on board, gain some kind of advantage there. And then there's another card we're going to talk about coming up pretty soon um, where it can gain the attack and health of the highest on the field. Um, so, this spell only comes. When I like the only advantage I think of playing this spell would be like some kind of long game like Librem, where I need to play Liadrin or Lanessa later on. But I play a lot of Sheep's Mech Pally. I don't see myself using this card. I haven't played Odd Paladin in a while, but obviously this card is not going in there. And yeah, I just see one one style for this card right now. So at the moment. I got to give it a one. I, I, yeah. I, I want to try this really badly in odd paladin. Now I, I think that, you know, this is maybe, this is a hot take on oh, the stream is dying. Yay. Okay. Um, hopefully it's back up in a second. Uh, here's, <laughs> here's my thought on it's, it's five mana in odd pally. You're generating every turn. Um, you know, two one ones. It, this forces like I don't care that it can't attack this turn. I mean, that makes me sad. But um, 
it, it really forces your opponent to use their removal on your token. So uh, it's it's an immediate threat, right? I've got, I mean, if I'm playing Odd Pally, I'm generating uh, Silverhand Recruits every turn if I can, no matter what. And then on five, I now have a 9-9, nine, nine, and my opponent is like, uh, you know, oh crap, I need to deal with this, otherwise it's going to kill me. Um, I, a lot of times I will ask myself, um, when I'm scoring a card, if I top deck this late game, am I happy or am I sad? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't mind this because this mm-hmm. isn't, this is an immediate threat that forces them to deal with it. Um, in odd paladin, my other five drop, you know, I've got my, um, two arms men, right. Uh, and Lotheb. and what else do I have? I don't think really anything. Um, and so, I want to try it in that. I mean, I think that this is scary. So I gave it a three. What do you think? What do you think, Danny? I'm torn about this card because five mana is that slot where it's, I mean, I think that six mana is the, this needs to be impactful on the board and, complete things immediately or else it's not worth running at all five mana it's kind of in that gray area where you kind of have to impact the board immediately but you can float around a little bit my my issue is the line that says it can't attack heroes this turn obviously if it was a five mana give a minion plus eight plus eight that'd be fantastic but my, my, my concern is that buffing things in paladin like how good is that generally because you look at it for four mana give a minion plus four plus four blessing of kings is that run at all not really the only my only thought would be that like you double that you get plus four plus four for one mana which is really good with the downside of it not being able to attack heroes you have to put this on a taunt in that case in my mind for this to be good because uh, you have to be protecting yourself so the only my only thought is that this card would see play in a control paladin deck because you're putting a defense up with a taunt and then you're making a big the taunt bigger. So I, I think that was just a lot of talk to say that this is just a one star card in my mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tend to agree with that. This does not go in an aggro deck. Aggro hits face. Plus eight plus plus eight is amazing, but um, I'm gonna go with the one star here too because if we're if we're gonna be buffing something that can attack heroes, it's controlling the board. This is a board control type card, and um, I'm wild is a little too fast for that right now. So one star. So I'm really excited to play the last kaleidosaur once more (laughs) is it gonna be good oh absolutely not i'm gonna have so much fun failing with this deck all over the place on day one all the different like liadrin cards or whatever like got uh yeah a lot of support this set so yeah there's this one there's the uh dual class with uh priest like I'm going to try it. Honestly, could it work? Maybe, probably not. Um, so I'm going to give it a two because I'm going to like try really hard <laughs> with Blessing <laughs> of Authority. Uh, it, it's not going to work out. It's not going to be great. But like, I'm so excited about that meme deck 
then I'm I'm gonna go for two. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got sheep going one to two there. Okay. So I know this next card. It may be a two mana cost, but I know for a fact it's not going to get ready to two for me at least. So, without further ado, we have a uh, new minion in the Paladin class. Two mana, no tribe. It's called Argent Braggart. One attack, one health. Why is it special? The battle cry. Gain attack and health to match the highest in the battlefield. This card seems a little bit like Travis Scott, you know, the highest in the room. So when I play this card, I, I got I to gotta have my Travis Scott on my uh, soundboard ready on deck. Hit that button because this card is going to be the highest statted in the room, or at least matching it. I'm looking to combo this card with some other cards. Based on this, the ability alone, I want to give it a three. I would go into more depth and go crazy if it had a second or third ability like Divine Shield or Taunt or Rush, but just based just based on it gaining stats of someone else, I'll give it a three. Okay, so I have a question uh, before I score this because uh, okay. I've seen people I've seen people like going crazy over this card, but my question is it, the battle cry is gain attack and health to match the highest, so it's not mm-hmm. it's not gain attack and health like of the highest and add it to the one one right? It's match whatever the biggest is. Yeah, I think it's even. If your opponent plays a giant, this becomes an 8-8. Correct. Okay. Okay, well, that makes sense. I mean, so here's my thought, though. At the very, very worst, um, you know, I mean, like, do you ever play this on an empty board? Like, I hope not. Uh, if you've no. got a, if you've got hero a, power. <laughs> okay, so I I think initially I read it wrong, right? Because I was thinking you take, you know, whatever else is on the board and add it to this, which I thought, oh, if that's the case, that makes it really strong. Like, okay, you know, I've got a a silver hand recruit out. This becomes a two mana three three. Um, but like that sounds like it is not how that works, right? Wait a second. If I if wait wait a, no Nate Nate. If, Actually, Nate, mm. I think it, wait, it says gain. So would gain mean plus one, plus one of whatever it gains? Uh, so only no, because it says to match. Match. The, highest the, in the, the biggest game. The biggest word is Got match. It. Yeah, Got match. it. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait, here, Arthas, Arthas in the chat says it matches the health and the attack separately. Exactly. So if the opponent has a 5-1 and a 1-5, and a this becomes a 5-5. Five, five. So it's yeah. really interesting. Um, oh, I, I mean, I think people are going to play this, but it, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really like, I I don't really know what deck it goes into. I mean, I think this is definitely a unique, um, effect and I feel like we're playing Hearthstone beta, you know, we're trying this card to see what this weird effect does and. I think sometimes it's going to be really good and sometimes not so much. Am I going to be mad when my opponent plays a two mana eight, eight, you know, or two mana seven, seven, like, yeah. But then again, it doesn't have taunt. It doesn't have lifesteal. It doesn't have like, if it had a taunt busted, right? If it had, uh, you know, some kind of effect. Um, I, I mean, I definitely think that there's some value there you know, you can contest the board, your opponent plays a giant or something like that, you know, you can match it, but like, 
I, I feel like you're behind when you're running this. So unless you combo it with something else, um, I, I, I'm, I struggle to, to see where it goes. Um, you know, I don't know. Initially I had scored it much higher when I did my, my first read through, I had scored it a four, but like, but the more, the more I read it, the more I think about it, like, uh, I think that I am down to, um, I don't know. I think I'm down to a two at this point. I, I, I struggle to see like what deck I would put it in. And I feel like if I'm playing this, like I'm behind. So I don't know. I, I'm curious to see what you guys think about it though. So my thought on this is very similar. This seems like a very, this doesn't seem good if you're behind, like what you were saying. I think if your opponent has, like, let's say your opponent's, you're playing even lock, your opponent gets down a mountain giant, you play the Braggart for two, they played their giant for three, that's when this is okay, like, it's, like, a way to counter specifically giants, but, I mean, most of the time, I don't think that that checking the attack and checking the health is really relevant, because typically it's one minion that has the highest attack and the highest health, like, Ysera and other dragons are the out, uh, are the corner case in that one, but... Um, I actually think that this card, if your opponent has a big minion and you're using this to copy that minion, like, they're just going to swing face with that minion. Like, you're, you're, they, like, at worst, you're using this minion to trade into their minion two turns later. So, it's kind of, I would much rather just run some sort of removal in that case. And then, if you already have a big minion on board and you're copying that minion with this... I would just rather play some other bomb in that situation. So, I mean, the mana cost for this being cheap at two is solid, which is why I'm going to give it a two, but I'm leaning more towards a one, generally. But I will give this card a two, just because it is very cheap. And that's the only reason why I'd play it. But I just don't think it's a strong card. I think that um, it's a really, really cool effect. I like that for two mana, you can you know, get huge stats, but I feel like if you're playing this card to match a big minion that they've already dropped, they probably already have the board, they're probably going to ignore what you've just done, and they're still going to hit you in the face the next turn, right? Um, So unless you're running some sort of defensive control deck where you've got Defender of Argus or something like that, and you're going to taunt up, which really doesn't really exist in Paladin right now. This is kind of garbage, unfortunately. I wish it, it had taunt, it's, right? I mean, like this... it's it's yeah. super cool. Like it's super cool. Like I get it, but I if somebody drops this against me, I'm just gonna bypass it. I'm gonna put as much damage to the face as possible, and I don't like care if you trade whatever you got from this into my guy. Right, because I'm gonna still get that face damage. Well, that's so. what we have learned from playing this game for many years: is you force the opponent to trade, right? And so, if I have a, if a mountain giant or any sort of giant, like I'm gonna hit you, and you, and you play this, okay, cool. I'm gonna hit you in the face, and then you can trade into my guy. That's fine. Um, yeah. But you know, I don't know. Okay, sorry. So, I, uh, what do you? No, no, no. That, that's fine. Uh, I. For me, it leaves it at a. Oh boy, we're gonna go with a 
A one. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Sheep? Uh, even Paladin's back. Oh, hundred percent back. Okay. Uh, here we get the other side of it. Uh, I, I can't quite go to a five with it. Like, don't get me wrong. Oh, um, he's got her. I, no, no, I, I listen to this. To yeah, molten, molten giant high roll. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, sheep. Let's hear it. So, so, so we've got Argent Braggart. We've got mm-hmm. um, what's the uh the four mana faceless shambler? Uh, mm-hmm. we've got um the the next card that we're going to talk about. Like, w- when do you feel bad about drawing Argent Braggart? Right, like whether the the big minion is yours or mm-hmm. your opponent's. Like this is just a solid mid-range card no matter when you draw it. It's a solid mid-range card no matter when you play it. Like, yeah, you're not gonna play it on two, but like you've got a one mana hero power that's that summons one ones. Like you've got uh different ways to taunt up with the faceless shambler, with the uh uh two mana two three that gives the other things taunt. Um uh that one. Um the neutral classic one. Um but Argent Braggart is one of the reasons why I think that even Paladin is going to be back and it's going to be powerful. Um, I can't quite say that this is completely busted because it doesn't have taunt out of the board or like out of the gate. Uh, but this is a four star card for me. I had originally scored at that and I, I can see when I, when I did, I hadn't considered even Paladin. I mean, I, I do think that many times like, this is a two mana seven seven easy. Um, although the more we talk about it, it 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 works differently than I thought. But I could see, I this will definitely have a place in even even paladin. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty interesting. All right, here. All right, last up. <clears throat> so yeah, um, this is the last card of the paladin review. Let me take a quick time out. I just want to do a quick shout out as one of the hosts of the show to say thank you to everybody watching live in Twitch chat right now. Yeah, um, absolutely. This 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 is a great number. And not just for me. I'm pretty sure everybody hosting right now feels the same way. Um, thank you guys, regardless of what time of night it is for you. Appreciate you being here. Um, so this one right here. Oh, man, we got something special here. Okay. We have an eight mana. You heard me. Eight mana legendary called Turalon the Tenured. Did I pronounce that right? I think so, yeah. Turalon the Tenured, 8 mana, no class, or no tribe. I'm sorry, no class. <laughs> Paladin class. No tribe, 3 attack, 12 health. That's right, you heard me. It has the ability Rush. Whenever this attacks a minion, set the defender's attack to and health to 3. So when this minion... Turalon attacks another minion. No matter what the stats are on that minion, ability, doesn't matter. It gets changed to 3-3. So this right here can get pulled. Um, I can see it on day one, whether it's hour one or the first week. People playing dual paladin. I can see this in a deck that Sheep just mentioned. This is the next card that he was alluding to, an even paladin. I don't want to be too hyped. So I have to like bring myself down a little bit, but I'm giving this card, this card easily a four, no question. Yeah, four. I I absolutely love this. Here's my thought, right? It's it. What else do we have that's that's eight mana? Like if you compare this to Tyrion, 
I would play this over Tyrion any day. Uh, the rush makes it insane. It's got a giant butt. Instant spot removal. Like you need to. Your opponent plays a Deathwing. Like okay, oh. this kills their Deathwing. <laughs> Bye. Right. I mean, <laughs> I, this is a five for me. I think this is absolutely nutty. I would play okay. this. I would play this. Five snake coming up. Hey, hey. Swinging. This is the only other. I mean, I, I give that very seldomly. I think this is the only other one I did was that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that. I don't maybe, but his Benmark disagrees. I don't know. I like this. I just think that, um, you know, it, this goes in a this goes in any sort of control deck. Uh, the rush makes it absolutely insane. And if with the with the health so big, like if this is a three three, okay, then then we've got the same situation with that, um, you know, demon hunter rush silence thing. But you know, when does it not kill something? You know, if it has divine shield, okay, but. Um, I don't know. I love this card. I maybe I'm maybe I'm overhyping it, but I I don't really see a downside. What do you think, Danny? I think you're on the right vein with that. I'm a little bit more tempered. Uh, I think that this is a strong card. I think that Control Paladin has some options now. This can even be run as like a as a bomb removal card. I'm going to give it a four just because Paladin needs something. And I think I've given all of the other cards ones and twos. Um, I think this is a four star card. Um, I, I, I think you guys have most of the, uh, points that I had there. Yeah. I would slot this right into a control Paladin deck for sure. I think it's amazing. Um, it, Anytime somebody drops a big bomb, we'll see what the meta, I guess, is like. If you can make it to, you know, turn eight and destroy something really big. But in the end, no, this is a good card. Like, hands down, I I really don't know anything bad to say except for can we make it to turn eight, right? But if you're a control pally, you're doing other things to make it to turn eight. So, uh, four stars. I, uh, oh my gosh, but uh, this is so like, he's got tenure. He doesn't need to try this hard anymore. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Trillian is amazing. Like, like so amazing. Uh, Oh no. Goldcraft. Goldcraft. Gold, Goldcraft. I don't know about that. (laughs) But I mean, I'm but I'm definitely crafting him and playing him, and even Paladin for sure. Uh, like, can you imagine? Turn ten, uh, op- opponents got got a a giant on board. I play Thralian. I play the uh, Argent Braggart. I've got an eight twelve, and then Thralian attacks and and makes his giant a three three and kills it, and leaves behind a three nine and an eight twelve. Pardon me but- while I go barf. But <laughs> what? <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. Now that's yeah. obviously as edge case. Like, when are you going to keep your Argent Braggart and and Trallian until you know turn ten? But but still, it's possible, right? Uh, I don't think that I can quite go to five stars just because like how powerful is that going to be? I think it's going to be very powerful. Um, how powerful is that deck going to be? Uh, probably pretty powerful, but uh, four. Okay. Going with four. It's a solid four. All right. Could it be a five? Absolutely. Um, but as it is, I, I, four. Sounds good. 
All right. All right. All right. We're we're on to priest. Uh, oh, priest. Let me do, do a color change. Let's see. Sorry, I mean interrupt. My bad. All good. Okay, first up is uh, the studies card for Priest. It is called Draconic Studies. It is a one-mana common spell. Discover a dragon. Your next one costs one less. I know that we have been kind of crapping on a lot of these uh, studies cards so far. I actually like this one, and I will tell you guys why. Um, I think I give it a three, and the reason is that um, Reno Dragon Priest is definitely a thing. Uh I think that we use it like Danny was saying as an innervate for the, you know, the, the one mana reduction um, for your next dragon is helpful, but I think it also has late game. Uh, it has value ability. If I'm going into a control matchup to generate me a late game dragon, it also has value and synergy with the Anduin death Knight, where I'm playing a one mana spell that lets me yep. ping your face. So I like it. I give it a three. I'm in the same vein as you, Nate, with that. Um, I'm a little bit less optimistic as you are because there's a similar effect. Um, just discovering a dragon, you like Nether Spite Historian's a thing, um, and it's a little bit cheaper. I, I do like this card, though. I think I'm going to give it a 2 uh, just because of, A, it being a one-cost spell that you can ping with with Raza, and then um, the innervate effect. Although you don't really, I, I'm just not a fan of Dragon Reno Paladin generally. That's one of the issues that I have. Or excuse me, Reno Priest. Um, I, I like playing the the heal burn version of that list a lot better. But I think that's just a personal preference. So I'm gonna give it two stars. Okay, Hydra, what do yeah, you think? I uh, see. I'm the opposite. I I love the dragons. Um, I've always loved the dragon priest thing. So for me, it's I'm gonna go up one on you. I'm gonna go up to to three for this. I love the discover. I love the fact that I can uh, ping your face with it, and I can uh, keep going. It's to me, this is a good card. It's gonna be a three for me in Reno Dragon Priest. So judging by our rating scale, a three is playable. And a four is good. We'll see play. Judging by our rating scale, that I think Draconic Studies has to be a four. Actually, you're right. Dang it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Nate, Nate, give me a four. We're going to four. All right. Going up to four? All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, Draconic Studies just slots right into that already powerful um, archetype. You've got pings. You, you're discovering more dragons. That's versatile. You can decide what dragon you want. And then it or another dragon in your hand is cheaper. Like, am I going to play this? Not really. Um, it's just not really my like archetype. But um, I'm going to hate seeing it on ladder. And I'm going to see it on ladder. So uh, Draconic Studies is a four-star card from me. What do you think, Mike? All right. So I feel like it's playable. So based on the scale, that's a three, correct? Yep. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start at a three. And not to make this review night forever. Um, discover a dragon. If I'm discovering a dragon and I'm ahead, I'm looking for some kind of value, so that's cool. But if I'm behind, like I am most of the time, um, I'm looking for Deathwing, so I'm already going to lose. I get the next dragon. <laughs> yeah, I get the next dragon costs one less, but 
I just see this as a one mana spell to go towards my Raza. So I'll just leave this at a. I'm going to put it at a two. I like it. I like that there's a lot of mixed um, feelings on this one. Um, I'm definitely not the Reno Priest expert. And so I, you know, um, I, I think you compare it to Renew, right? Where it's a uh, one mana spell, discover a spell, um, heal okay. three. So I, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I guess we'll see. We'll see how this uh, uh, ends up. All right, I'm moving on. Number. Uh, hey, uh, sorry, sorry, Nate. Sorry, Nate. I yeah, no, cut go for you it. off. Um, Memnarch had said something, but then when I look up a little bit, I see that Goku's here. So shout out real quick to Goku. Um, I follow Goku. He follows me. Good, good people. And obviously, he's like a wild legend. So I'm glad him and Memnarch are here. Appreciate y'all. Shout Got some out. wild legends in the house. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. We, absolutely. Goku absolutely. HS. What up, man? Yeah, welcome. Uh, okay, next card up is Frazzled Freshman. It's a one mana, uh, one four. Uh, just vanilla card. I don't see this ever being played. At the very, very, very fringe, you could put it, I guess, in combo inner fire priest, but I won't be doing that. I give it a one. Danny? Yeah, it would be inner fire if you saw this, and I don't think that you're really focusing on getting a 4-4 four, four or an 8-8. Eight, eight. Like, the, the highest you could make this go... Like this this is too... I don't know. I, I don't like it for Inner Fire. Although it does give you the board early. Um, I think the Northshire Cleric option is just too good. This is the alternative. This is the Br- Blizzard's printing this because they're t- they uh, removed Northshire. So I think that that's really why it's here. Um, I'm giving this a one. Let me ask you a goofy question. Do you ever put this in the spiteful? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, it's a one for, I mean, I don't know. I don't like vanilla cards generally, but just out of curiosity. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not a big spiteful player. (laughs) I mean, either. I haven't played spiteful priest in ages, but maybe if you're also running like lady in white, I don't, I don't think that's going to be. It is so fringe. I think it's just bad, right? This is a vanilla card. Yeah, I don't... I'm not going to play this card. Uh, I mean, it's interesting against maybe like another aggro deck or something if you're going to try to make it bigger. Extra... Like, what is it? Villains Chosen or... Yeah, Villains Chosen, Extra Arms, one of those, but like... Yeah, but... Yeah, no, no. Next... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna say two because it is a one mana one four. Oh. Okay, so it gets a two for having a lot of stats. Yeah. So, Hydralisk, you're gonna continue to be the outlier here because this is a one star card. If, if it had Northshire cleric value, anything besides just stats, then maybe. But like, why would I play Frazzled Freshman? One star no, I, I, re- I really wouldn't. I'm just saying it has a lot of stats. Yeah, it, it does have a lot of stats. That's went up by one. Yeah. yeah. Mike, <laughs> and, I mean, that, and that's, that's exactly it. Where I'm like, you, you're an outlier for me. It, it, still one. I see where you're coming from. I got to give it a one, though. <laughs> what do yeah. you think, Mike? Yeah, so <laughs> Hydra said something I was going to say, so I won't piggyback off that. Also, Sheep said something I was going to say. I will piggyback. Sorry, Hydra, you're the outlier. I got to give this a one because <laughs> if this card, it's a frazzled freshman. You know, maybe if you had retained or comprehended any knowledge you learned in one of your courses and you had an ability, that'd be cool. 
but it's just a one four vanilla. So I'll give it a one. We I, have I can't to. We made it through that whole thing without saying "Wow" a single time. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think we okay. You, and then uh, you know, everyone that's watching has to realize that it is now a little past one thirty Eastern time, and that uh, our judgment starts getting questionable this late at night. So. Um... Oh, not me. <laughs> I'm wa- hey, like I said, I'm waiting for three a.m. for the month to re-roll so I can climb ladder. So the more the time goes by, the more amped I get. Let's good, go. good. All right, there it is. All right, next up is a uh, spell. Two mana spell, power word feast. Give a minion plus two plus two. Restore it to full health at the end of this turn. So this is interesting to me. I just, I before I get into the score, right? This seems like different spot or a decent spot removal because you buff the minion, use it to kill something. Uh, so right, you give your minion plus two plus two, run it into something, and then at the end of the turn, it's back to full health. Um, that being said. I don't know where the heck you would ever um, put it in anything. And I just don't see myself mm. running it. Uh, I give it a one, but like, God, I, I think that it, um, I think it's cool. I like the idea. I don't see myself <laughs> playing it. Did they revert hit- the, oh, did, sorry, go ahead. Oh no! I was just, I was being goofy when I hear Nate say something's cool. Oh shit! I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did they revert the mana cost of the spell that they had buffed for Inner Fire Priest? The re, the Divine. dual the the twin spell card. Um, oh, that's the the extra arms one or whatever. Right? Yeah. Did oh. they rebuff? Did they nerf that back to three, or is that a two still? I think they did. Yeah, I think it's yeah, three. They, they nerfed it back to three. Yeah. So I mean, this is this is essentially the front half of what it was pre uh, nerf for okay. that. So I think that Inner Fire Priest was running it. I think the second copy of Extra Arms was what really pushed it over the top. But the ability to take the minion that you played on board, probably Northshire Cleric, give it plus two plus two, was very impactful in that point. I, I think that Inner Fire in and of itself is a fringe deck. Not to say that it's a bad deck, but it is a fringe deck because no one plays it. But I think that this is one of the issues that I have with Wild where there mm-hmm. people just don't play inter, certain decks like Inner Fire Priest, but that's not to say that the deck is bad. Um, I'm going to give this card a 2 because it probably sees play in Inner Fire Priest. But um, I think that it... it, it I think the other version of Inner Fire Priest when you were running the extra arms was better, but I think this is a better alternative for what we got now as opposed to the three-cost version of that. Okay. 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 I see where you're coming from on that. Um, as someone who hasn't... I mean, I've played that deck when I've had to, but I don't see this being meta. And... Um, no, I, I I don't really see it. I'm going on a one on this one. It does it like it. It's a really cool effect. Two plus two restored to full health, but it's not something that anybody is playing. So yeah, a one for me. Okay, so hear me out. Even priest. Ah. Uh? Mm. Yeah, your, your, your reaction is exactly why this is a one star card. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Your turn, Mike. Yeah, okay. I was like, like raising the people's eyebrows. One star. Like, what Keep the going. Hell? 
<laughs> one, one star. Continue. Yep. <laughs> oh, am I muted? I'm not muted. No, you're not muted. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> Nate stepped away. Nate, Nate stepped away. Next card. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, so the next Cheers, card Cheers, is gamer. initiation. Sorry. There you go. Oh, you're back for you. <laughs> oh, he's back. All right, okay. my bad, my bad. Uh, okay, next up is Initiation. This is a six-mana uh, rare spell. Deal four mana to a minion. If it kills it, summon a new copy. This is basically um, holier water, right? I, I don't think that I will play this. Somebody's welcome to prove me wrong. Um, I don't think that anyone was playing holy water. And... Uh, I don't know. Six mana seems like an awful lot for one to to kill one thing and summon a copy when you know most of my priest AOE stuff is uh, about this cost and will wipe the entire board. So you know, I don't know. Like I don't play it in Res Priest. I don't play it in. Uh, I don't know. I don't really think I really play it in anything. But what about you guys? So is that a one? I give it a one. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you on this. Just, I mean, this is better than Holy Water because it summons the minion onto the board. But at six mana, like, there are a lot of things that you'd rather be doing. And I think that on six mana, I'd rather just completely clear the board. Or, I mean, like, no one runs the single target six mana spells like in Tomb anymore. Those are just way too slow. I think this card is way too slow. One star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with way too slow and unplayable in the wild meta, for sure. One star. Holy fire died for this. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I would rather run holy fire than initiation. I would rather run uh, uh, holy water than initiation. Um, yeah, one star. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? I have the benefit of going last. Um, I agree with everyone else. Next card. That was easy. All right. Next up is uh, Cabal Acolyte. It is a four mana two six with taunt. It has spell burst to gain control of a random enemy minion with two or less attack. Uh, I found myself comparing this to Twilight Guardian as a four mana two six gain plus one attack and taunt. If you have a dragon, uh, personally, I like the dragon better. Um, you know, taking control of a two-attack minion with Spellburst seems okay, but I don't know where I run this. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like, do you play this in Arena Priest as a defensive card? Like, maybe? I'm not sure. I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, someone is, is welcome to prove me wrong. I mean, I, I guess you could slot it in somewhere, maybe. So, like, I'll give it a two. I don't think it's bad, but, like, I, I really struggle to f- figure a, a place where I'd actually play it. I, I think this is a very bad card, just because, think about this, right? The, the, the game plan you're playing here is you play a four-cost minion, and then what is the spell you're going to be playing on turn five? You're going to be playing Mass Hysteria. So the spell burst, gaining control of a random enemy minion with two or less attack, doesn't matter because you're going to kill all the minions on the board. So what this needs to be, this is a turn six play where you play Cabal Acolyte and like a Penance or something. And I just think that that is way too slow. I'd rather just play a six mana, just board clear in that instance. 
So I think. One? Oh, yeah. What's your score, Denny? I'm gonna give it a one. One. Wow. I originally was higher on this card than I am currently. I think this is more of a standard card. Um, I do think that against, uh, like, Wild is extremely aggressive. I do think that it's, I mean, like, a 2-6 is good in an aggressive meta. And if you can play a spell, you can sort of Potion of Madness effect, take a guy, kill a guy. I'm not going to go with a 1. I don't think it's amazing. I think... I think I'm going to upper to a two on this one because I do think it does have utility in an aggressive meta and I think it's an okay card. So we'll go with two. I don't think it's going to be in an, your every single meta deck or anything. So two, two for me. Yeah, I, I think this counters um, Odd Demon Hunter. Uh, um, don't forget Paladin. the butt. It's got a six butt. Yeah, right. it's, it's got a big old booty. So, um, <laughs> doesn't it though? But like, <laughs> I, I I don't know when when I'm hard running, um, Cabal Acolyte, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a four mana two six is good stats. It contests, and also if I'm shadow madnessing or if I'm pint size potion or a potion a uh, the, the the one mana steal a, a two, um, I can you know contest. Madness. Uh, yeah, Potion Madness, thank you. Um, I can contest a whole lot of, you know, wide boards. Even Shaman. Um, odd, most of the odd things. Um, it's got utility, but I'm not sure exactly what's hard running it. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go two. Okay. What do you think, Mike? All right, so at first, um, I wasn't crazy about it, but I have the luxury of going last. And um, not just with Ladder or THL. I have to give Memnark credit once again for being my coach here in his reviews. He made some pretty good pretty good uh, points in chat. Big this butt card, is the technical term. That's the best point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Shout out to Memnark. Yeah. Right? Uh, it, it is the most technical you can be. It is the most technical. Uh, you can combine this with the Zulu scheme. Um, you can combine this with pint size uh, potion. I like this a lot. Uh, at first, I was looking at this card and I was just like, "I'm I'm more tainted now because now I have been schooled by you guys, and I understand what spell burst actually does, one time <laughs> effect." But hey, priest is already dirty enough, so this one time steal could be vital. Um, it could be a card they really need. It could be a card where it has a death rattle. Loot Hoarder. Um, so I'll give this card, based on what it does, I'll give it a three. As much as I don't like Spellburst, now that I'm fully educated in this Skull of Mantis Academy, I'll give it a three. I definitely will be pissed when somebody uses this against me. I'll tell you that. Yeah, easily. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> like, I got to oh, yeah. plow through this 2-6, and you just took my thing. Um, yeah. 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 So, all right, all right. Here's the one that everybody has been waiting for. Uh, the, Drum roll. The class legendary Mindrender Illusia. So this is the, uh, it's a two mana, one, three, with the battle cry. Swap hands and decks with your opponent until your next turn. Uh, 
I I think this is like the Giga Nuts personally. I think it's it's combo disruption versus quest mage in particular, combo druid in particular. Uh, I mean, we'll see what everybody else says. I mean, I I think that um, you here the thing with this card is that you have to be really careful when you play it, right? Like your opponent does a juicy psych melon, cool. Mm-hmm. Play this card, you know. Try to burn their stuff i don't know or play one of their cards i don't know i mean it, it's it, this is great against quest mage like you know if you have it in hand you sit and wait until they complete their quest and then you steal it um i think that it, it could be difficult to use like let me let me ask you guys a question right if i'm playing quest mm-hmm. quest mage seems like a no-brainer to me i think if i'm playing against a druid right and say they juicy psych yeah. or they've got a whole hand of 10 cards and i play this so now I've got I've got eight mana left. So what can I play of theirs that's going to disrupt them hard enough to not let them combo off the next turn? Because I don't have mana anymore. You know, is this when I? You know, I, I struggle with this a little bit because what Aviana costs nine, Kuhn costs ten, or Aviana's ten now, right? Mm-hmm. Ten. So I don't have enough mana to play anything. Um, you know, I mean, I can try to. Uh, really disrupt them. I think that um, yeah, you know, if I, think, if I can play this, you know, I can if I can innervate, innervate, and and combo off maybe if they've got it. It's I just no, think you that, burn the innervate, or you burn the innervate because you yeah. burn the yeah, innervate yeah. so that they can't go and combo off. That's what the whole thing is. Oh, you play the innervates, you play the biology projects, you play the whatever the new old innervate is the dual class card you play all those cards right so they can't go off yeah no that makes that that makes sense to me i mean i think that um it's just this card is going to require some it's not something that you just drop casually like you know you wait until the time is right to do it um and then you have to really mess them up pretty hard uh so play whatever is going to disrupt their combo the most whether you're stealing their quest completion or you're using up all their generate a random spell um you know who knows you might get a couple free giants uh i think this i gave it a five frankly but i think that this is one that you are really going to have to use your brain when you play it so that's that's my take what do you think danny I think this is a really good card, but I think that at a certain level, this this card really showcases like skill in this game because more or less when you're playing this, you're taking advantage of knowing the situation better than your opponent. Because if your opponent understands the situation and they, that you have this card, they're going to try to circumvent around it. They're going to, like, imagine you're playing against a shaman or a... Uh, well, Shaman's not a good example. But yeah, Shaman with the coin. <laughs> Shaman with the coin, they're playing Shutterwalk. You coin out their Shutterwalk, and you get that on the board. That's fantastic. But you you would have to know, specifically for that situation, they have to have the coin, they have to have a Shutterwalk, right? You need to know everything in great detail in order to get this card going um, for a lot of these combo decks. So this is good combo disruption, 
but the other issue is, I think you can probably break most combos in the game by throwing away a combo piece somehow with this. The other issue, the other thing you can use this card is against aggro, you can go through and inhibit their turn three play. Because you switch, you you play this as a 1-3 on turn 2, and then you swap decks with your opponent. Because you're a control deck 99% of the time in Priest, they can't do anything on 3. They can't really screw around with your stuff. And then you've essentially stopped them from building up a board on turn 3. Um, so and you get to play any of their like little drops as well. You have an extra one drop, you could play that as well. You get a little bit of advantage on the board. So I'm going to give this card a 5, but I think Whoa. that... I'm giving this card a five because I think that just generally you're gonna find a time to play this. The they do get a little bit of an advantage if like late game, but if you're playing a this is mostly gonna be an arena priest, which is or a big priest. But by the time you're playing this card, you should be winning the game. Like that's what it is. You win the game against anything that's not aggro. Against aggro, this is you can play it for like a body and then stop them a little bit. But I think this is a five cost. This is a five star card. This is probably my favorite legendary of the set. Wow. Well, that's really interesting to hear because I was not thinking that. <laughs> I gave it a five also. I mean, this is, I think it's insane. I, I, I think it is really, really good. I wasn't going to give it a five, um, but I feel like um, it's not um, a super proactive card, right? Um, it seems it's a very control tool right um it's quite specific as to what you're doing and i wasn't gonna give it a five but you guys are kind of convincing me it's a little better than i thought it was um but i'm I'm not gonna go that high i think for me it's more of a three because if we're gonna go with our context right like a five is meta defining I don't know if this is going to be meta-defining, but hey, Togwaggle has done some things. Well, we either say meta-defining or it's like broken good. I mean, and I think where really you showcase this is there are certain matchups in Priest that were, or especially Reno Priest, that were like not winnable, right? You get um, uh, like an Aviana-Kun combo, you get Plate Break, line, uh, line, line Cracker, or one of those. And this, yeah. is, this is where... You now have an have an out in those matches, yeah. Um, but that's why I mean it's very specific, right? There, this could be dead in a lot yeah. of cases. That's true. That's true. Um, a quick note that there's a slight difference between uh, our um, rating system and the form one. This one five is busted, and the the form it's meta defining. So oh, gotcha. <laughs> I, I think there. I mean, there's still. I think it's pretty interchangeable, yeah. though. You, it's a. Well, we're going to go with... I'm not going to go all the way to the five. I'm going to stop at the four. Okay. Yeah. Sheep, what do you think? Uh, I'm crafting this gold, day one. Um, It's definitely, uh, like y'all intimated, a a very skill-testing card. Um, One of those skills is playing against aggro. Um, Against aggro, yeah, I can drop this on turn two. One thing that, that we didn't touch on is that it actually keeps our opponent from drawing a card, right? Because on our opponent's next turn, they draw a card that's, you know, from our uh, deck into our hand. And then whenever we switch back, they have, like, we, we played a card on two. We didn't draw one of their cards. They're drawing a card for us, and then we switch. 
So um, it, it's even better against aggro on turn two because it's denying them resources uh, and keeping them from kind of developing even further. Outside of that, everything that y'all said was spot on. Uh, five star card for sure. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, so going last, I have the misfortune of sounding like a piggybacker. So I do agree with all the good points everyone made here. Um, I wish... I had the the funds in the dust to uh, <laughs> craft this golden day one, but maybe I'll, I'll open in golden. I'll give this card a four. When I saw this card, and I'm not kissing behind because two of the three people are here. When I saw this card, I thought of them. I'm just being for real. Memnark, Goku, and Slizzle. A card like this is exactly what Danny said. Skill testing. High player cap. I feel like the new players to maybe somewhere near intermediate, you know, they'll play this, they'll get some kicks and giggles, like, oh, you know, I got to swap my hand in the deck, got to mess with the guy. But when we look at, like, the people who play this format and, like, their top level, Goku, Memnark, like, people like that, I like to be in discords, I like to follow their Twitter and, like, follow their conversation and see, like, the way they think, how they play the game, how they approach it. So a card like this, I'm definitely going to be, if I don't open it, crafting it, and then studying the best way to play it in different scenarios. Because THL is coming, mind you guys, for those who do play in um, the THL League, or League series-based format. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because, <laughs> you know, they gifted us a, a bundle, so I don't want to mess that up. But um, Please don't. give this card a... <laughs> get... <laughs> <laughs> give this card a give it a four for me. I'm out. Give me a four. <laughs> All right, that's very nice. That's what we got. That's priest. So let's uh move on to the rogue cards. And Danny, I'm gonna pass this over to you. Uh right. we will be starting rogue. <clears throat> uh we have a rogue Hey card. Rogue, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go black. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Skip, skip. Very Red. nice. So we have Plagiarize, which is a secret for Rogue. So two mana, but the secret reads, at the end of your opponent's turn, add copies of the cards they played to your hand. Ooh. So this is very interesting in the aspect where you can literally copy your opponent's turn the next turn that they happen that happens. So maybe this is more or less a mind games card for your opponent. Do, do they go short and not play their bomb? Do they go through and like do nothing or do they just play their turn as normal and then hope that you they have the advantage due to Hearthstone's effect that the person who goes first gets to attack and uh, I think that that's one of the things this is one of the things that like Rogue having a lot of the trickery spells free the the new freeze spell the sap spell like all of those types of things really helps plagiarize because if I think that Rogue has one of the best comeback mechanics in the game from being behind. Um, so I think that being able to play your opponent's turn right after them is good because you're going to be able to deal with a lot of their stuff as well. Um, I like this card as a secret. I think it's better than most of the Rogue secrets. I don't think it's the best one. I think that um, 
But I think the Cheat Death is a pretty good one just for a lot of value matchups and everything. But I, I'll give Plagiarize a three because more secret support is always better because now all of a sudden you can play this as a tech card in a lot of these rogue decks that are running secrets. And yeah, you'll just have a lot of options for that. All right. I think that this card is super annoying. <laughs> I think that it uh, to play around it isn't very fun. Um, I think that trying to figure out you know what secret they they have isn't going to be cool. But at the same time, if this card is meta, we're going to know that this card is there, right? So we can play around it a little easier. It's it's pretty neat. I don't know if it's gonna become meta. I'm gonna give it um, a two as maybe playable in wild. Um, I think it's a super fun card, um, and I do not look forward to seeing it on the ladder if we do see it on the ladder. But it's a two for me. Yeah, I'm really really excited to play around with plagiarize in uh, a burgle rogue. I'm really excited to play around with with plagiarize and any sort of kind of like tempo based rogue. Um, I'm gonna play with plagiarize. That deck is not going to be a meta deck, uh, so unfortunately, I have to give this a two. But uh, I'm gonna have a lot of fun playing this not very competitive uh, card. I like it. What do you think, Mike? Not to say the same thing I said earlier, but I literally will ride sheep's words and pass everything he just said. <laughs> All right. Here's my thought on it. It's, uh, you know, secret rogue is not really a thing at the moment. Like, so I, I struggle to figure out, you know, where am I going to play this? Do I, does it create a new archetype? Eh, maybe. You know, it's definitely, as far as Rogue Secrets go, I think it's one of the better ones. Um, the Secret, I, I think, if at least to me, it seems like almost impossible to play around. Like, I, I can imagine, like, if I'm using this, there are so many times that I'm going to get somebody's um, Lotheb, Reno Jackson. Um, I'm going to get a Zephyrs. But in, but in that same regard... Like, there's also going to be times when I get some dragon that has no synergy in my deck. I'm going to get some random demon that has no synergy in my deck. Um, but I do think there are going to be times when it's going to mess people up pretty bad. I really like the rogue secret cards. Like, the if you have a secret in play, then um, minions and stuff like that. Um, I, I think that it will see play. And I think, like, what Danny was saying is this is pretty tricky to play around like do you just yolo and play anyways um or do you try to play like your worst card um i don't know but at that being said like if you're gonna combo off you're gonna combo off and and kill them and if they get your combo the next turn like you better make sure they're dead otherwise they're gonna use it against you i don't know but this is just this is what draw uh what is it you draw um you know what you draw a couple cards maybe so I don't know. I don't know. I, I think um, I'm giving it a three because I definitely think it's playable at two mana. I think it's definitely playable. Um, 
Yeah. All right. I give it a three. Cool. That sounds good. Is everything good on your side, Nate? We we, we heard um, you as a robot over here. Oh yeah, it looks like the stream died real quick. I'm gonna relaunch it, but we're still okay. we're still recording just fine. So Okay, cool. Um, as long as it's good on your end, because you're the one recording. Yeah. Uh what did Nate give plagiarize? I gave it a three. Cool. Okay. Alright, so we're moving on to the next minion here. Uh, we have Vulpira Toxin Blade, which is a 3-mana three 3-3, three, three, with your weapon has plus 2 attack. Now, this is a very interesting card, because the deck that you're going to want to slot this in is going to be Odd Rogue, right? So, you're playing your dagger on turn 2, you'll go through, and then you will swing with the weapon, and it will have 4 attack the next turn... Or you'll probably hold on to the dagger swing and swing it on turn three. So this is like an alternative to the Hedge Clan Thug. Um, but you also have this... There are some other three drops that you are occasionally playing in that slot. I think that you can take those out and put this in. Because three, uh, two extra attack on your already two damage daggers is kind of insane. Um, in, in that situation, I think that this is probably going to see some fringe play. Uh, I'm going to give this a two. A two, okay. Um, Odd Rogue is not um, by any means at the top of the meta right now, but it is... I mean, whenever I do play it, it's been fine. Um, I think this is better than a two for me. Um, I think this is quite strong, and... If I'm going to hit somebody in the face, I would like to give plus two attack. Uh, the problem is it's not meta. so it That's cannot... my concern. That's why I'm giving it a two. I normally would give it its power level like a three, but because Odd Rogue is starting to decline in its power because Demon Hunter can just do so much better than all of that, like, yeah. if this is a Demon Hunter card, it'd be insane. But like yeah. even even without the weapons in Demon Hunter, but... Though this, there, there's another card that 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 does help this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna step it up a little bit. This is gonna be a three. This one's a three. I, I love the power of Odd Rogue. I love Odd Rogue. It's not your basic aggro deck. There's a lot more to it, and this, I feel like slots in. It's a three. It's a three plus. If if there was a three plus, this is a three plus for me. Sounds good. This is so much a three plus that for me this is a four. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I was so close. Yeah, <laughs> I hard agree with everything that you said, Hydralisk. Like, Volpira Toxin Blade is a hard four. It and the card that you were alluding to that we'll get to shortly um, are going to bring Odd Rogue back. Like, whoa! One of the reasons, and and hear me out, is that Volpira Toxin Blade. Your weapon has two attack. That's not a battle cry that gives your weapon plus two attack. As long as Toxin Blade is on the field, whatever weapon you have has plus two attack. So this transfers from uh, a dagger to dagger. This, the, like, no matter what, as long as you have a weapon and Volpira Toxin Blade on the, the board, it's got two more attack. That's um, incredible. Like, what? Actually, like, give me a four. <laughs> <laughs> you talked him into I am, it. 
so right. excited for Volpera Talks and Blade. I am so excited for Odd Rogue. This is going to be incredible. Let's on behalf go. of on behalf of Trips, um, he's extremely excited for this card. In by case the, anyone was wondering. By the way, Trips hit legend with uh, Odd Rogue today. Early. Yeah, I, I I've been hard <laughs> pushing him on Odd, on Odd Rogue. Yeah, no, I I was showed him this card in the other one, and he's like, uh-huh. "Oh, I am back! I am back!" So uh, wait, we'll whoa, see. Trips is coming back. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll I, we, we'll, we we'll see, so. but. He hit legend like nobody even knew he's been playing Warcraft this whole time, and suddenly he just hit legend out of nowhere. So, hey. all right, what do you think, Mike? All right, so uh, there's four rogue cards that I'm going to give a four. Unfortunately, this is uh, I'm sorry, three rogue cards I get a four. This isn't one of them. This one, I can I, I'll give it a three. I hear where everyone's coming from. I always played Odd Rogue in Wild until Slizzle told me to stop because Galakron came. And I literally haven't played Odd Rogue since last November because Slizzle tells me not to. So if there's a chance that Odd Rogue is coming back, I would love to be wrong that my rating should be higher, but I can't go any higher than that. Yeah. I think that I think that Sheep made some really good points here. So when I reviewed it, here's my thought. It, this is not a battle cry. Normally what we see with weapons is some kind of battle cry that says, you know, battle cry, give your weapon plus, you know, whatever attack plus whatever, um, uh, whatever you call it, durability. Yeah. Um, my, my brain was thinking health. But uh, and so I think that this is good. Right. My my first thought was, um, hey, this looks like it goes in odd rogue. Um, but it could, um, yeah, I don't know. I I think that the sticking point to, for me on this card that makes it good is that this is just a static ability. Your weapon has plus two. So if I'm odd rogue, right. Um, my weapon is a already a two attack all the time. So now it's a four attack. I break my weapon. I re I hero power again. Like my weapon still has plus two attack. So, I think that that makes it relatively strong. Um, I, I I am a very crappy rogue player. I mean, I have golden rogue, but like I, I, I struggle with it. Um, I think this is a solid three for me. I, I can see and appreciate how you guys give it a four. Um, and so I, I am not quite there, but I definitely think that this is strong in the right deck. Even if you don't play it in, in Odd Rogue, like I could see someone plopping this in Kingsbane. I could see someone plopping this into um, uh, like that Burgle deck where your what you know you your weapon uh, gains stats for your off cost cards. So I, I mean, it's interesting. Spectre the interaction Cutlass. is was it Spectre Cutlass? Yeah. So I, I give it a three. Okay. Great. Uh, on to the next one. Yeah. We have the Rogue Weapon. Uh, 3-mana 1-4, Self-Sharpening Sword. After your hero attacks, gain plus 1 attack. So, this is an interesting card. And this is one of the things that you always have to consider with Rogue, is its weapons are always a little bit weaker than the normal weapons for any other class, because you have the inherent dagger hero power. So due to the fact that you're hero powering already, you already have a potential weapon, the weapon's got to be strong. 
this weapon does a lot of damage. Over time, this does 10 damage over to whatever targets you want, and it gets better over time, which is really strong. So the the issue you do have is that first swing is just going to be like a normal dagger swing, but your dagger kind of just gets better over time. I'm still not a giant fan. I see some benefits from this card, but... Um, I don't really see where I'd want to run this card. I don't see a deck that really pushes me in the direction that I want to continually get more and more damage. I'd rather just play a King's Bane, buff that up, and then uh, from there just like continue getting that back in my deck. So if I'm playing a Weapon Rogue, I'm going to be playing King's Bane. So I'm going to give this card a 1. Okay. See, if there was a way you could play this earlier than turn three, I feel like it would be great because you would be keeping up with the curve and you would be able to hit a minion, gain an attack. Hit a minion, gain an attack every single turn while still playing your cards. But the fact that it comes down on turn three, I think it's too slow. I don't think we're going to see this being played at all, really, unless there's something super specific. I'd like if it came down earlier, yes, but I, I I don't see it. This is a this is a one for me. Yeah, they're they're trying to push weapon rogue in in standard, and this is a standard card pushing that archetype. Um, it is a one for wild for sure. What do you think, Mike? Oh yeah, this definitely gets a one, just like it's attack power. <laughs> yeah, I just think this is bad. I give it a one. I don't like it. There we go. That was easy. Cool. And on to another one-star card, in my opinion, at least. <laughs> we have Shifty Sophomore, which is a four-mana 4-4. Four, four. Uh, it is Stealth and Spell Burst. Add a combo card to your hand. The stat line is garbage. Four-mana 4-4 four, four. Stealth. Notoriously bad. No one's running that. And adding a combo card to your hand, that's Discover a Random Rogue card. There are a lot of bad combo cards. Uh, yeah, I'm giving this a one. I agree. It's it's a it's a it's a standard stat line. It's actually less. It's not a yeti, um, and you have to pay even more mana to get a benefit out of it. It it, it doesn't do any good. So uh, one mana for me. Um, yeah. One mana, one star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One mana. Yeah, this should be one mana. It's so crappy. <laughs> if this was one mana, it'd be dope. <laughs> but yeah, um, are are you even playing this in standard? Like, there, there's a stealth. Oh, well, the thing is, they're doing a lot of stealthy stuff there over there, so I don't know. But but are you spending four mana for a four four? Like, yeah, it's got stealth, but like, I'm gonna play a comma. I like the the five mana five five with stealth doesn't even get. Paid. Well, don't forget Shaku. How much did Shaku cost? Three. Three. three, three, and it was a two-three. Yeah. yeah, but but it had more of an effect. Like you actually got something from it. Yeah, I know. We'll see. It's standard. Who cares? Yeah, um, I, I don't even think that this gets played in standard. It definitely doesn't get played in wild. Uh, one for me. What do you think, Mike? Um, I think that four minus three is one. So there's my rating. What do you think, Nate? 
I give it a one also. I think when yeah. I looked at this card, it, it seemed confusing to me. Like, it has some potential to generate value. The stealth seems okay. I have no clue where to play it. It frankly just doesn't seem good enough. I don't, it doesn't fit into any archetype at all. Like, I get that they're trying to do this class identity thing. Um, but, like, I don't think that the card is very good. I just give it a one. Cool. This next right. one, however... Yeah, this one I don't think is a one. I think this <laughs> is... Uh, <laughs> even though it, it cost one, it probably shouldn't. Um, oh, here is... we go. <laughs> we have Secret Passage, the one mana rogue spell, which reads, replace your hand with five cards from your deck, swap them back next turn. This is bonkers this is broken Yo. this is this is um on that list i was talking about of potential nerfs coming up so this this card is probably worth being nerfed just looking at this right now because it, in essence it reads draw five cards for a turn right where you get some emergency gas later on in the game um th th i mean this just is mind-blowingly strong um, just because you you top deck this, all of a sudden you can play two or three cards. You can get that out of the way. If you're looking for something specific, you can do it. And you can play anything from your hand that's already there beforehand, too, which is very strong. What's your rating uh, on that, Danny? I'm, I'm giving this a five-star. This, this is probably the strongest epic there is in the set. Wow. Yeah, see, yeah. You, could, you could play this to search for lethal, right? Like, obviously, you're looking for, say, Eviscerates, your Leroy. Maybe you just want to find your Myras, right? And then you can just draw your whole freaking deck. Like, um, this could get you so many outs, it's insane. Um, I really do like it. I like it a lot. So, I'm I'm going to drop a 5, too. Yeah, uh, this draws 5 cards. This gets five stars. Um, yeah, I honestly think that you run this over Myra's. Like, like that's the build that I'm going yeah. for. I'm running this over Myra's. Um, oh, like, but I crafted yeah. Myra's in gold, <laughs> e sheep. What? Running it. I will. I will not make you. <laughs> I'm not gonna run Myra's anymore. I'm gonna run Secret Passage. This this card is busted. It's amazing. I can. Uh, I hope it doesn't get get nerfed. But I like. I'm crafting these gold. Period. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the, this mixed with Volpira Toxin Blade are putting Odd Road back, Odd Rogue back on the map. Five stars, easy. I I could wax poetic about this all night, but we've already gone long enough. But I'm gonna kick it over to Mike. Yeah. So sheep stole my line. Um, I was gonna give it five based on the number of cards it draws. <laughs> this card seems pretty sick. Uh, I have Golden Rogue pretty close to 1K, but a lot of those wins came from the early, early days where there was this deck called Miracle Rogue where you would just pull wins out of nowhere. Um, I would have loved this card in that deck. So this card gets five stars from me. I don't even main Rogue, but I'm easily playing whatever deck I make from this or whoever makes from this like three times a week. Like I, I just want to play this find some eviscerates or find face damage, something, something. This seems nuts. Five. Yeah, five. I, I scored this one a five as well. Um, I think yeah, you guys are all saying odd rogue. 
like, dude, I'm put this in every single rogue deck from now until oh, yeah. forever. Like, oh, yeah. whether it's this is basically plot twist for rogue, um, but you know, better, but better <laughs> for one mana. And like, I, I frankly, I don't see a downside to it. I mean, this gets you an out. Like, and, and this isn't necessarily like you can play some cards, and then you play this, and then you play some more cards. I mean, you can. Um, it's so versatile that like and especially rogue as a combo oriented deck right you play mm-hmm. this for one draw five cards you can probably combo one of them like I, I see zero downside to this this is an easy five for me yo so if yeah. you have this in in golden when it replaces your hand with five cards from your deck does it nope. make those cards golden no i, I don't think so because <laughs> they come from your deck if it was creating them then yes but since it's from your deck i don't think so but I will try it out, and I will let you know. That's okay. I already have them all gold anyway. <laughs> I don't. I was just curious. I'll let you I, know. I'm a dirty, dirty gold crafter. Hey, before we before we keep going, I would like to point this out as one of the few Harry Potter cards. Uh, this seems pretty cool. Secret Passage. I'm loving this theme right here, man. This this whole set is, is a one. I'm loving it, man. Skull of Mance Academy. All right, legendary coming up here. Oh yeah, yeah. The infiltrator. Take us away, Dan. Did Nate, did, did Nate go? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I gave it a five. This is okay, cool. that card's cool, cool. bananas. Good, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. nice, cool. Yep. All right, so we will go on to Infiltrator Lillian, which is a four mana four two stealth minion, and it has the death rattle. Summon a four two forsaken Lillian that attacks a random enemy. So this is an interesting card because it has a uh, it's stealth, and then whenever you run it into a minion and kill it off, it, there's four random damage that is done to either a minion or your opponent's face. So I don't know this this doesn't seem super impactful to me, just because you're playing this on four mana. It has to stick around, but if you kill it, the, the, the positive of this is if it gets board cleared, there's a 4-2 that's swinging immediately, even if it's on your opponent's turn. Yep. Uh, the thing that I'm... I would prefer if it was just uh, attack a random enemy minion with that 4-2, because I don't want that 4-2... I want that 4-2 doing damage to a minion. Although, no, attacking a random enemy is fine. Going face is probably fine in this situation. Uh, I'll I'll retract that one there. I'm a little bit tired. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. I'll I'll give this a 2. I don't foresee this scene play in anything, but it's a cool card, cool effect. Can't give it a 1. All right. Um, I think it's a cool card. Same thing. It's got stealth, right? So uh, you get to... Usually you get to decide where this is going, you can trade it, and then it can two-for-one something. However, it's an even-cost card in a odd rogue meta sort of thing. If odd rogue comes back, I don't think it's going to see play. Uh, it's not going to go in Kingsbane. Uh, it, there's going to have to be a different archetype. I I think it's cool. I don't think it's playable. It's going to definitely be a two. This is a two, almost a one. Two, only because this thing can do eight damage, right? Like, it's got four, and then it's going to attack something else. So, it's a two. 
like a phoenix from the ashes. <laughs> Death Rattle Rogue is coming back, baby. Oh, uh, oh, okay, okay. Talk to this me. Card, th- this card, okay. We, we, we've got we've got Li- uh, Infiltrator Lillian. We've got mm-hmm. um, uh, Necrium Blade before swing, mm-hmm. and then we play play Lillian. Then we swing. We've got a four two going face. We've mm-hmm. got, of course, the Spellstone. We've got Necrium Vile. We have yeah. so many different, like, Death Rattle synergies that including this into that package is, still isn't going to get us there, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I, 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 I love the enthusiasm, and then it's like, but. <laughs> <laughs> if it's how I feel about this card, I'm going to give it, like, a four. If it's how it actually is, it it's a two. Like, yeah, I I, I love this card. It's going to be so much fun to not be meta. It's a two. <laughs> what do you think about it, Mike? Yeah. So if we're going in a metasphere or universe, and I'm looking on the outside, I'm definitely going to give this a two. I'd love to say three, but it's going in that build that you had stated. Uh, Necrium deck, equip the weapon, play this. Attack with the weapon, death row activates, or play this vile. Can you target your own stealth? Yeah, you can target your own stealth. Yep. Yeah. Target your own, and then two, four twos come out. Hope it goes face. It probably won't because it's wild and it's just <laughs> crazy over here. Uh oh, did we lose you, oh. Mike? You froze. Uh oh. Oh no. Okay, well, he gave it a 2. I gave it a 2 also. Um I really wanted to give it a 3. Like I I kind of sheep agree with what you said in that um it has a lot of flavor. God, like thematically fits with this set really well. Um reading the lore from uh Goliath like made me like this card even more. Um like this is the human form of Lillian Voss, which is really cool like it's a neat effect and i actually like i do enjoy how the death rattle can go face if there's no minions on board um i think i'm i'm like cautiously optimistic but like i don't know where the heck i would play it aside from um you know like there's no meta deck unfortunately that this goes in mm-hmm. um it's not a pirate you know it's not a it, it, i don't know like it goes like sheep said it goes in a death rattle deck um and, uh, you know, I mean, if that can be good, cool. I mean, I was on the fence, uh, with like a three, um, but at the end of the day, I think it's closer to a two. So I'll give it a two. Yeah. I've, I've got my gears turning with like a, a stealth death rattle hybrid with like, you know, sky of a tear and a comma and, you know, the different, uh, uh, stealth synergies like Greyheart sage. Um, it's going to be a fun deck, but it's not going to be a good deck. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, wow, can you believe it, guys? We have been at this for five hours now. We still have three classes. And it doesn't feel like it. We've got three classes, all the neutrals, and all the, all the dual class. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna Ready end. To go. I'm gonna end this recording super quick, just for just super quick, and then just hit start on the next one, just so that we can break it up. It makes it a lot easier mm-hmm. for me down the line. So this is the end of part two. Uh, of our wild set review of Skull of Man's Academy. I, I know that edit life. I feel you. <laughs>